live and local, every afternoon, 2 to 4. This is Mark, Melinda, and Ed on News Radio KLBJ. Call or text them at 512 836 0590. It's really beautiful to hear you speak the truth about things. Now, Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Happy birthday, Ed. Thank you so very oh, much, happy Mark. Happy birthday. Thank you, Mel. Thank you very much. I've had a marvelous day. Let me tell you about it quickly. Played nine <laughs> holes at Morris Williams. Had a nice uh, soda-proofed hamburger for lunch. Family coming over tonight. And someone upstairs said, well, why didn't you take the day off? I said, I don't want to take a day off. It is a vacation. It's a pleasure to be with Mark and Melinda. Not so much with Jeff Ward, but Mark and Melinda, yes, not Jeff. But I wanted to work today. Yeah, so I'm here. We're glad you're here. Thank you. Hello, Melinda. How hey are there. you? Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Tate is here producing. The U.S. Senate approved that big package of money for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and Gaza at 6.30 this morning. Now it's what's up in the house. President Biden spoke just a few minutes ago. Here's what he had to say, encouraging the House to approve this package. This is President Biden. And I say to the House members, House Republicans, you got to decide. Are you going to stand up for freedom? Or are you going to side with terror and tyranny? You're going to stand with Ukraine? You're going to stand with Putin? Will we stand with America or with Trump? What do you make of those comments? Well, let me, it's, a, it's a desperate guy because it's not going to pass a House. And with all due respect to Melinda, I know we have an opposing views. I support helping Ukraine still. I support helping Taiwan. I, su- I support with things we're doing in the Middle East. I just think it, will, it sends a message to Putin that uh, you, can't, you can't do what you think you can do. Yes, I want an end game too, but I support what they did saying that. It's not going to pass the House because there's so much opposition there. And it's for good reason because... We're spending money hand over fist outside the country. I, I'm not for this. It should not have passed. It should be separated as I know Senate pulled it out different from the border. I still think it should even be separated further. You got Ukraine separate from what's going to Israel, separate from what's going to Taiwan. I think that all should be separate. And I, I don't agree with continuing sending money to Ukraine when we do not have an end date. We do not have, we literally do not have any kind of progress being seen by the amounts of money and weapons that we have sent to Ukraine. Yes, they've been able to hold off, but there hasn't been progress. And we are several years into this. At what point do we say, you know what, this is a draw. Y'all have got to come to the table. We cannot continue to fund this without knowing when it's going to end. And on top of that, we know that there is corruption in Ukraine. And we know that some of the funding that we have sent over there in the forms of cash or in weapons has been used improperly. Why don't we ever ask those questions? Why don't we ever get an end to that? I do not like writing a continuous check. What do you make of the president's assertion that if you're opposed to this package, you're with Putin and you're not for America? I, I don't, I, I, no, I, I would say no, that's not right, Mr. President, because people out there, as my friend Melinda, very legitimate reasons, and I too think we should we should take the lead and have some type of brokered peace over there but no just because you're not in lockstep with joe on this one doesn't mean you're a bad american or you want freedom or you want to help people that's just another form of him uniting us all 
isn't it? Mm. He's yeah. a uniter. Remember he's a that. uniter. That's <laughs> all he's, he's doing, bringing yes. us together. Yes, here's another comment from the president moments ago. To pass this bill immediately, to stand for decency, stand for democracy, to stand up to a so-called leader hell-bent on weakening American security. And I mean it sincerely. History is watching. History is watching. In moments like this, we have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. The world is looking to us. This passed in the Senate 70 to 29. Yeah, John Cornyn, and I'm, I'm glad John, John Cornyn voted for it. Again, the bottom line for me, Mel, I would have liked it as separate, but it shows Putin and it shows the commies, communist Chinese that we mean business, that we're sending our money over there to protect Taiwan and hopefully get this thing with Ukraine ended sooner than later, Ukraine and Russia war sooner than later. What do you think House Speaker Johnson will do? This is now in his court, so to speak. I think it depends on whether or not he wants to keep his job. Uh, if he wants to keep his job, he needs to stand firm in saying this isn't the bill we put in front of you guys about border. We're still serious about getting a protection, shutting down, whatever you want to call it, securing our border before we do anything else. The Hill.com says that the House Democrats have a rarely used tactic at their disposal. It's called a discharge petition. Mm. And they only need, uh, I think it was three or four Republicans to join them in approving this, and it would force this entire package to a floor vote in the House if the Democrats want to go that route. They can do that without the approval of the House Speaker. That's uh, one of the options for how this might get to the full House floor for a vote. They say Johnson might also try to break it up and have standalone votes. He might also try to attach this to must-pass legislation to keep the government funded. That mm. could be one of his options. I hate to see them tie that to keep the government funded because this is separate issues. This is not have an issue with about the government being funded funded to me. This is this is aid to Ukraine, Taiwan, and the Gaza. Is that just not ironic though? Here we are trying to figure out how do we keep the government running money wise and yet we're going to send a crap load of money mm -hmm. to other countries. Mm -hmm. Yes. Twenty two Republicans voted yes. Three Democrats in the Senate voted no. They're not fans of Israel. They're opposed to what the Israelis are doing in Gaza. And it was interesting in President Biden's comments moments ago, I don't think he said a word about Israel and the money in this package for Israel. It's I didn't all about Ukraine. It's I didn't all about hear Ukraine. him say anything about the need to help Israel. Every one of them that voted this morning, it's all about Ukraine for them. For whatever reason, they want to continue sending money, sending money, sending money. I have my own theories on that, yeah. but... That's what should be questioned, too. Why are y'all so bent on sending all this money to Ukraine? His lack of passion for Israel in this speech, again, shows he's terrified of losing Michigan. It, it is, Mark. He is he is backpedaling on that because you're exactly right. It's votes. It's his future. It's his election. I just don't think he has a, he has a way out on this unless he... And he's not going to do it. Totally divorces himself from Netanyahu and the Israelis. That that would be disastrous to other parts of the Democratic Party. Here's Congressman Chip Roy, who represents part of the KLBJ listening area. He's a Republican of Austin. 
He says it's his impression the Speaker will not bring this full package to a vote on the House floor. He was pretty clear yesterday that this abomination of a bill that came out of the Senate that those 22 Republicans should not have voted for, uh, that that bill mm. will be dead when it comes to the House. All right, 512-836-0590. Call or text to join the conversation. I, ha- I had to laugh at a re-earth tweet from Trump from 2014 <laughs> that said, I hope we never find life on another planet because if we do, there's no doubt the United States will send them money. <laughs> I, and that's seriously what's good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Bob at 210, Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Bob, good afternoon. How are you doing? Well, good afternoon. It's a beautiful sunny day. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Uh, if I was a betting man and I'm, I'm not a gambler, um, based on the recent history of Mike Johnson, who I think is, you know, demonstrated himself as a very weak and waffling leader. Um, but I think, you know, if recent history is any barometer, he will cave, uh, on this Ukraine funding bill and put it on the floor. And, uh, and I say that because if you go back, you know, he says he was vehemently opposed to continuing resolutions. He's approved two of them under suspension of the rules with two-thirds of the vote with a majority of Democrats to get uh, the votes passed. And on the National Defense Authorization Act, he put that through against conservative opposition. He stripped all the conservative uh, policies that the House had put in there on, you know, drag queens and transgenderism and all this crazy, D, you know, DEI. And he also uh, put in there a reauthoriz- temporary reauthorization of uh, the FISA in that bill against Republican uh, opposition per the Schumer and Democrats. So that's what I think is going to happen, unfortunately. Bob, thank you. Have a good afternoon. I don't think that's going to happen, Bob. I think this is too big and uh, too many people are passionate about that. I think Chip Roy's right. I don't think he's going to bring it up if he does. It'll be moot because he wants it, as Mel said, bam, 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 not as one lump one lump package. All right, 512-836-0590. You can call, you can text us. It's 212 News Radio, KLBJ. Mark, Melinda, and Ed are on your radio at 99.7 FM or 590 AM. And you can stream the show live on your digital device via the free News Radio KLBJ app. The White House says President Biden will not take a cognitive test. They're being asked by reporters after that special counsel report on the president's bad memory last week. Uh, I, I don't know that this is. I, they probably could have said, "Listen, we're we're do we're taking whatever test. We're not going to sit here and outline exactly what we're taking." But to say absolutely no to that, not the best answer you can give. Because it appears so defensive? Yes. He's not going to do that because he would fail it. He would fail the test. And he is having a terrible February so far with all the things going on. And he, he, he can't take it because he would fail it. There are more commentators, nationally liberals, who are coming out against President Biden. John Stewart from The Daily Show is the last one. He did it last night. For goodness sakes, Bob Costas, one of my favorite sports guys, who's an opinionated guy, came out against Biden because of his age. It is mounting and mounting and mounting. 
he's not going to take this. He's he'll 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 deny. It. He'll still have the minions going up there saying he's fine. I heard a cut uh, this morning with uh, Todd Nas from Chuck Schumer. He's yeah. fine. I talk to him every day. Oh, he's great. He's great. He asks a lot of questions. Yeah, is one of the the things defending him. He asks a lot of questions about whatever the topic is that we're doing. Could it be because he didn't remember the answer? No, I'm just kidding. That was rude. I shouldn't have said that. But I don't the the White House did not answer this properly. So many times we've heard Jean-Pierre say, I'm not going to go get into that. This is one of those that they should have said. I'm not going to get into that. We will have him do all the annual exams that he usually does and just leave it at that. Reporters then asked, may we interview Biden's physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor? And the White House said, no, that's not going to happen. Even though previous White House physicians were available to the news media. Yeah, it's, 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 they're hiding. They're not going to come out. They will not say anything. You know, I, I think back to the last days of Ronald Reagan as president. See, we didn't know the extent of his troubles because they hid it, and that White House was uh, a, a lean, mean fight machine. They could get away with it, but not now with what's going on with, in our country with immigration and Joe Biden in this election year. The state Senate in West Virginia has approved a bill that would make it illegal to smoke in your vehicle when someone under 16 is inside the vehicle. It would ban smoking in all motor vehicles when children 16 and younger are present. Okay. Go ahead, Mel. I was going to say, one, while I wish nobody would smoke ever anywhere, again, this is too much government. And then on top of that, just the logistics of it. Are we really going to have officers there in West Virginia scouring to see if there's anybody with a cigarette in a car? Uh, Mel, I agree with you. It's too much government. I was, uh, you know, my both my parents smoked, and I think I'm a victim of secondhand smoke. But that was their decision. I was their child. They were the parents. I think this is too much government. I wish they would make a suggestion to everybody, and that's a suggestion. If you're listening, hey, don't smoke with your windows up and the little kids in the back seat because they can hurt them with secondhand smoke. But this is too much government, and you're right. You're going to waste a police officer's time by going, oh, there's a cigarette. Let's pull them over. Uh, they have far, far better things to do. The bill says enforcement is a secondary action, meaning they have to have probable cause to pull you other over for another infraction, let's say speeding, and then after pulling you over, if they notice you're smoking and there's a child in the car, then they write you up with a ticket for breaking this law. Do you have to have a cigarette in hand, or does it just have to smell like cigarettes in there, <laughs> like fresh, just finished putting out a cigarette? Uh, just fresh, putting out a Put it out. cigarette. $25 upon conviction with no additional court costs or fees for this violation. 11 states already have this law in place. That's crazy to me. That is just absolutely crazy. I wonder... How many times they have cited anyone or said, hey, remember, you shouldn't be smoking with someone under 16 in your vehicle. The Senate sponsor of this in West Virginia says this is more of a public service announcement for the general public to encourage people not to smoke in a car or truck with a child. Well, make it a public service announcement. Don't put this Mickey Mouse fine on that and you're taking away... Well, you're not taking. Well, you are adding a different a different level for our policemen. Don't you don't need that. You just don't need that. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. You can call. You can text to join the conversation. 
Police say in Houston, a man was sleeping in his own pickup early this morning at an apartment complex in the Houston area. He had had a fight with his girlfriend, so he was sleeping in the truck. And a bad guy broke into the truck. Boy, he picked the wrong truck. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You know what? That's what you get when you start playing games with other people's property that it may not be in the best interest of your life. And the dude was cozied up to an AR. And this guy starts breaking his that truck. That matters not. A weapon oh, is a weapon. Oh, it does. To, oh, weapon's a weapon. It, it, AR has a little more uh, potent, potency than, you know, a little, a little pistol. My gosh, but this guy was sleeping with an AR. What a, a guy. You know, crooks are so stupid. So stupid. Well, it says to me there's obviously some issues in that neighborhood that when he decided, yeah, it's probably best I sleep in the car instead of stay in the apartment with the girl, I better make sure I have protection with me if I do so because there's no telling what will happen, and thankfully he did. Yeah, the truck owner killed the bad guy. Uh, Police say the bad guy may have had a pistol as well, and they say it appears he had already broken into several nearby cars uh. before breaking into this man's pickup. Again, when you take that risk of committing crime, right. you take the risk of losing your life. And that's exactly what you happened. Did. All right, 512-836-0590. Steve is with us at 223. Mark, Melinda, and Ed, good afternoon. Steve, welcome. Good afternoon, Mark. How are you today? Very well, Steve. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to comment on the thing, the issue about the sixteen, the smoking incident, where they're going to pull you over for that. Yes, I think it's kind of ironic that why wouldn't they do that with people eating food and not paying attention when they're driving or putting makeup on or whatever? So I think it's kind of ridiculous that our people are are doing that. I think they did this, uh, Steve, because the fact that smoking is dangerous to everybody's health and is not very good for people in your back seat, especially little kids, versus you're munching on a cheeseburger in the front seat. That cheeseburger munching will have no effect on little Johnny in the back seat eating Girl Scout cookies. Well, that's true, but I think it's all, you know, to me it's all rhetoric. I don't do either one. I don't smoke. I don't eat. But, you know, I watch all these people that are driving, and they don't pay attention to what they're doing anyways, so... A lot of distracted driving, yes. But unfortunately, as we've seen with the cell phone laws that have come into place, people don't care. They just continue to do it. That is true. Yeah. Steve, have a good one, sir. Thank you. You too. Thanks for the show. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Let's go to Brett in Leander with Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Hey, Brett, how are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Hey, guys. um, When I was a kid, you know, I actually... Was in the car, kind of, kind of like y'all said about you know having your parents smoke in the car, and back then it was maybe your parents made that judgment. Today it's a little bit different. I'm 52 years old, and there's times when I actually go back to West Texas, even further than than one of the guys in the room here. Yeah. And he, he, uh, anyway, my my dad will actually be smoking in the, in the front seat, and I have to actually roll down the window, or I actually have to say something. Dad, I don't smoke. Can you? not do that but also for those guys up in that that state that actually have a 25 dollar fine that's 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 taken away from what a policeman can really actually do um you know there's actually less charges for people actually carrying a little bitty ounce of whatever a 
hot these days. So it, that's one thing that's really crazy. So overall, uh, you're a thumbs down on this one, Brett? I'm a big thumbs down. Okay. I do actually have something else I would like to actually comment on as well. Uh, real quickly, please. Um, yes, go ahead. Okay. So in reference to, to Biden wanting more funding for Ukraine, I think it's actually a little ridiculous for us to actually, you know, this, how, how it actually passed the Senate. And it, it frustrated me so bad this morning about hearing this story about our Senator Cornyn actually voting yay for it. I actually wrote his office, and I also looked at the list throughout the, the United States, and I actually wrote probably about uh, 10 or 11 of those, too, hoping that that they're making a bad decision, and I hope that whatever happens, that maybe they shouldn't actually be reelected in whatever state that they're in. Thank you, Brett. You have a good one, sir. You can weigh in with your thoughts, 512-836-0590. It's Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Enjoy the podcasts of Mark, Melinda, and Ed at your convenience. You'll find them on NewsRadioKLBJ.com. Tate is here producing. It is 2.32. We hope you're having an excellent afternoon if you're just touching base. Among the stories we're discussing, the Senate very early this morning approved that big package of money for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, humanitarian aid in the Gaza Strip, and now President Biden is imploring the House to approve it immediately. We're also talking about a bill in West Virginia. Their Senate wants to make it illegal to smoke inside of a car or truck when you have anyone younger than 16 riding as a passenger. And then we have this story out of Houston this morning. A man had a fight with his girlfriend, so he was sleeping in his pickup. In the parking lot of an apartment complex, a bad guy came and broke into the pickup, and the sleeping man killed the bad guy with an AR-15. And let's kick it off with Andrew at College Station at 233. Hello, Andrew. How are you today? Andrew, you're on KLBJ. Oh, I say happy birthday to Ed. Thank you, Andrew. Happy, 30, 30, happy 35th. Thanks, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> isn't it a great, isn't it wonderful that somebody was able to choose the weapon that they wanted? To be able to defend somebody with a pistol, isn't it nice to have something a little bit bigger and a little sure. bit deadlier? Yeah, I think, you know, that guy picked the right weapon, and he was fearful. Must have been a bad neighborhood where he lived. They had a big fight with a girlfriend, so he he came he came well-armed. That's that's a perfect reason why we, I mean, I understand we shouldn't have a bazooka, but, you know, we should be able to have a gun that's definitely going to be able to defend ourselves. So I think that's as sad it is that somebody lost their life. Actually kind of had a happy ending. But anyway, happy birthday, buddy. Many Thank more. You. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Have a good day, sir. 512-836-0590. Mike is in Maynard on KLBJ on this issue of smoking with a child in the car. Hey, Mike, welcome. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Slippery smoke we're talking about. What if you're traveling in a motorhome that could actually be the same size as a small apartment? And when are the apartment police going to come into the apartment and tell you they can't smoke? Your apartment's too small. You can't smoke in here with a child. Leave it alone, people. <laughs> Leave it alone. This is a real slippery slope. You got government coming inside your car telling you you can't smoke with your child. Uh, Mike, uh, get a load of some of these fines. Oregon, first, first offense, $250. Second offense, $500. California, $100. Virginia, $100. Louisiana, $150 for the first offense for smoking with a child in the car. Does that include how vape? How much? 
Probably. How much longer do y'all think that the citizens of the United States are going to put up with this stuff? My mother was a nurse. My father was a doctor. Both of them smoked in the car with me, smoked in the house, smoked wherever they wanted. I'm 67 years old. I found out I had cancer last year, mm. but it wasn't because of their smoking. But I guarantee you, you keep inviting government in your house, because I'm a retired cop. You keep inviting government in your house, you are not going to appreciate it. I'm telling you for a fact. You will not enjoy the outcome. Yeah, if you want to talk about not having freedom, this is it. When they start to encroach on every little aspect of your life and tell you how to do it. My car, my kids, my life. Well, you know, the the kids can deal with that. You know, I spent lots of Thanksgiving, Christmases, and every car ride, whenever I was old enough to backtalk my mama to tell her, put out the cigarette, put out the cigarette. But I guarantee you, you don't want government doing this. This, I'm telling you, people, they better wake up and smell the coffee. This is going south for us on so many different fronts. Mike, thank you. Have a good afternoon, sir. 512 Eight three six zero five ninety. Call or text us. It's, it's just it is a slippery slope, and it's bad when you smoke when you got little kids in the car. That's bad, but that decision you are a grown adult. The cigarettes they're legal. If we go ban cigarettes, that would absolve a lot of things. But it's a legal product. Uh, let's go to Austin in Oak Hill two thirty seven. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Austin, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Very well, thank you, Austin. Uh, y'all guys checked out the markets today? Yes, we checked out the markets today. Ed would rather not. Well, I don't want to do. Oh, look it's okay. Hey, hey, Bidenomics, Ed. Bidenomics. It's all going to work out. Uh, I mean, we got the 10-year pushing, I think, 125 BP in one day. So you can go ahead and watch mortgage rates. Sky probably over 8% again. He's in trouble, man. Like, this is going to end up being way bigger than a lot of stuff that's going on. Because if that rug pull happens pre-Q3, it, it's absolutely over. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I know y'all touch physically, uh, physically sometimes, but I, don't know, I just think it's a big deal. Sometimes it gets overlooked by the border and stuff. But love y'all show. Thank you. I don't want to take you. up too much more y'all time. I'd rather hear y'all talk. Well, Thank it you. is uh, it is a a huge story, and yeah. it's the number one story in uh, the mind of Americans. People who have to go out to the store and buy things on a regular basis. Yeah, it's what we've been saying forever. Even though the Biden administration is saying no, it's good. All's well. Yeah, you made, you, you made a really good point on the, the, other, uh, the other day that Janet Yellen came straight out of her mouth. Get used to the prices because this is what they're going to be now. Uh, it's, it's bad, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it's not looking good. Thank you, Austin. Thanks, Austin. Have a nice afternoon. Uh, the federal government reported today consumer prices are up 19.3% right now from where they were four years ago. In the four-year period, 2016 to 2020, they were up 8.9% over that four-year period. So that really illustrates how people have been and are being walloped when they buy the everyday things they need to live their lives. It it is. You're getting walloped. You're getting walloped. You saw that on your Super Bowl snacks. I know he had the shrinkflation (laughs) stuff. But, yeah, you are. Today, I was played golf on my birthday with a friend from Midland of 40 years. I said, how's the economy in Midland? He just smiled. He just smiled because a barrel of oil is around $80 a barrel, and life is good for some sectors in our state in the oil and gas industry. The market is dropping, according to the Wall Street Journal, because a lot of investors were hoping 
There would be news that could trigger a Fed cut in interest rates in March. Today's report says forget about that. Maybe in May or later. According to the Wall Street Journal, economists had predicted price increases would be at 2.9%. They came in at 3.1% year over year. Again, you have all of these predictions, and I, I I have yet to see one where they like get it right. They always over-predict or under-predict. They don't get it right. Why are we counting on them? And then these are the people that the administration counts on in order to make more policies or to get out there and get their message. 512-836-0590. Andy is with us at 240 on KLBJ. Hello, Andy. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Happy birthday, Ed. Thank you, old Andy. How you doing, buddy? Hey, doing good. Hey, I was uh, calling. Didn't Wasn't one of the first orders of business from the House they sent a standalone bill, I thought, to the Senate? I may be wrong because I couldn't find it online. But, uh, I mean, if they've got a standalone House bill, you take it up and pass it, and then we'll take up your bill and talk about it. Or, better yet, just let it, let the House just say, hey, President Biden, you put Remain in Mexico in place right now. Put Remain in Mexico in place right now. We'll take up the House bill. Uh, Andy, you, you are correct. The, the House did put together a border security bill and sent it over to the Senate, and the, and Schumer didn't refuse us to bring it to the floor. Okay, so that that's the answer. You know, this is not a Republican problem. This is not a conservative problem. This is this is a Democrat problem where they're not taken seriously the priorities that half of America have placed on our own border. It's simple as that. We're not trying to be ugly about it. This is an unsustainable immigration issue that's going on right now that is in complete violation of every law that's been passed by past Congresses enacted by past presidents to safeguard and and hold a border that has integrity. There's nothing more than that. Andy, you're exactly right because it is so out there. We see evidence every single day in every major city in this country. And the the administration sitting on their hands and playing patty cake with these Mickey Mouse, oh, we'll send more judges down there. We'll send more officials to process. No, you don't need to do that. You need to shut it off and go back to Mexico. Stop them. Andy, thank you. 512-836-0590. It's 242. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Mark, Melinda, and Ed are on your radio at 99.7 FM or 590 AM. Now, here are Mark, Melinda, and Ed. 247, Tate is here producing. We go to Josh on KLBJ. How are you today, Josh? Hello, Josh. Yes, um, so the smoking deal, right? They're going to fine you for smoking, but they'll give you government-funded abortion. Isn't it contradictory? Somewhat, so I, somewhat you could believe. Yes, yeah, there are a lot of uh, things of out there. all the laws that they say are, are not good for children when it comes to stopping any kind uh-huh. of body mutilation. Uh, they want that for children, but, you know, don't smoke in the car with them. Josh, thank you. Have a good one. Let's go to Brandon in Central Austin. Hello, Brandon. Welcome. How are you? Hi, guys. Uh, I just, I heard it was Ed's birthday, so, you know, I don't know you guys real well, but I wanted to call and wish Ed a happy birthday, and you guys, too. And uh, thank you all for the show. I listen every day. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. 
Yes, sir. We'll see y'all later. All right. All you right. have a good bye one, bye, sir. Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have Look a good one. Look at the one. joy you're spreading I'm on your day, Ed. smiling. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> no one's yelled at me yet, but that probably could come in the second hour. A California elementary school principal is now on leave after reportedly pretending to shoot mm. some of her students during an active shooter drill. The drill was held recently at the elementary school in San Gabriel, California. First-year principal Nina Denson is the one who reportedly banged on windows and used finger movements to pretend she was shooting students. you you got to know that the tension level is high when you have an active shooter drill at a school like that. When we have fire drills here, it, it gets you heightened a little bit. Can you imagine little children... It's a it's an active shooter drill, and you got this principal banging on the glass, going boom, boom, with a finger. Even though it's not a gun, it's a finger, it's still the level of excitement's got to go up for the kids. There's got to be a better way than to do what that principal did. Uh, anyway would be better. I don't know what possibly could have gone through her mind to think that this was a good idea. Not only was she banging on it and saying bang, bang, she was saying, and you're dead. And you're dead. When ah, she announced at the end, we uh, had seven children die uh, um, and then however many injured. I'm guessing she's thinking that that made it more realistic, but we're talking about an elementary school. You have to be age appropriate in this. And first and foremost, it should always be about what is the plan. When you hear this sound come over your loudspeaker, how do we corral all the four-year-olds, five-year-olds, eight-year-olds to whatever place that we're telling them that they need to go? We need to make sure that they understand that part of it. There's no need for this. Is that the sound of attorneys rushing to the courthouse to file their lawsuits Probably against so. the school district? Yeah. Some moms and dad are looking for money. They will. But I think some kids are going to be mightily traumatized, too, about it. If you're there and it's an active shooter drill and you got somebody banging on the window, yeah. One mother says, can you imagine the trauma these kids potentially could go through just thinking my friend was killed or I was shot and told that I died? That's parent Anna Bustamante talking to the media in the L.A. area. Yeah, one of the parents said that their six-year-old said, I'm just really glad none of my friends died. Talking about her yeah. saying, you're dead, you're dead. Yes. Uh, I, I really just can't even understand what is... People are not thinking. They just are not no. thinking before they do something like this. Now, the school has placed this principal on leave. Parents are demanding more. They're demanding firing not to come back. Ed, is there any type of a criminal charge that the DA in this area might consider filing against the principal? I would have to think about it. It's not child endangerment. If there's a traumatizing something, a child, or some type of abuse, that did. It's mental abuse. Can you imagine a small first, second, third grader going through that? But uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a criminal charge in that, Mark. All right, 512-836-0590. This is Mark on KLBJ at 252. Good afternoon. How are you, Mark? Hey, guys, just listening to some of the trend of the conversation. What if my six-year-old identifies as a smoker or a precancerous <laughs> person, and they want to uh, imbibe in this smoke that I'm doing in my car, then, uh, you know, they could do that on the way to the gender reassignment uh, yeah. lab, couldn't they? They could do that, yeah. Yes, if they can decide that they really identify as a different gender and want to change genders, 
Maybe they'll make that caveat available in this law. Yeah, because I would think smoking would help you through that gender assignment thing, you know, trying to figure out how to recross your legs and what have you. Y'all have a good one. You too, Mark. 512-836-0590. Chip Roy today says that he has an idea concerning this package of money for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and the Gaza Strip. Here is the proposal from the Republican congressman from here in the Austin area. I think I might submit a bill pretty soon that will rename Texas to Ukraine. Then maybe this administration oh and even even senators will focus on now securing the border it of the United States. It might take States. that. I mean, look, I've never seen the nursing home known as the United States Senate work harder than when it comes to spending the American people's money for foreign wars. That's what's going on here. And by the way. Is there anything more cynical than having Republicans sitting around defending their votes to send $60 billion to Ukraine than saying that will help our defense industrial base, that that will help American businesses? Since when do we have economic development that is being driven by by funding war overseas? That's what's happening in the U.S. Senate. Because anybody that's sane and sees what's happening at our southern border would know that you cannot fund foreign wars while our border is wide open and exposed to criminals and lawlessness and terrorists that are coming across the border. Absolutely agree with him. yeah, quite quite funny to to say, you know, let's just rename our border Ukraine, Ukraine and then perhaps we can get some action down there. 512-836-0590. The news is next and much more to cover with you right here. It's Mark, Melinda, and Ed.